0: Hello, friend. Welcome back to the Wayfair Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderwell. Thanks so much for joining me again today on this chapter of the journey. Made it through another work week. It's Friday, and we're going to finish up the book of Ruth today. It's uh, chapter 4 and verse 17 that resonated with me this morning. It says, Then Naomi took the child in her arms and cared for him. And the women living there said, Naomi has a son. Today's podcast is entitled fullness. The sage of Ecclesiastes says that everything is hebel. That's the Hebrew word, which is translated from Hebrew into English using various words, most commonly meaningless, everything is meaningless, or everything is vanity. The Hebrew word, however, hebel, is mysterious. And it's rooted in the imagery of vapor or smoke or fog. And I love that word picture when I think about life, I mean, the vast majority of my 20,209 days on this earth so far are simply that they're vapor. <laughs> they came and went. I have no recollection of them. But then there are some days that are indelibly etched in my mind. One such day was a gorgeous summer day in July. I was up early. That day, I drove four hours to visit a client, had a full day of coaching sessions, and then I had a four-hour drive home. Wendy and I were in the depths of our journey through infertility, and it was a particularly painful time. As I drove up the interstate that morning, I'd been praying and just working through the incredible grief that Wendy and I were feeling. I looked out my car window. And I saw this gorgeous rainbow over a beautiful valley. And this was a bit odd, since it was a bright morning and there wasn't a cloud in the sky. Thinking about the rainbow being a sign of God's covenant and promise, having no idea why it was there when there's no clouds out, no rain that I could see, I got emotional and began to cry. Later that day, Wendy called me, and she, too, had had an emotional moment with God that morning, maybe at the same time. She was reading from the prophet Isaiah, and this is what she read. Quote, sing, barren woman who's never had a baby. Fill the air with song, you who've never experienced childbirth. You're ending up with far more children than all those childbearing women. God says so. Clear lots of ground for your tents. Make your tents large. Spread out. Think big. Use plenty of rope. Drive the tent pegs deep. You're going to need lots of elbow room for your growing family. End quote. That's from Isaiah 54. Walking with Wendy on our journey through infertility is one of the most difficult stretches of my life journey to date. There were so many lessons (laughs) for me to learn about a woman's soul, about my own masculinity, what it means to be one with my wife. I also learned about profound emptiness. The story of Ruth is really about Naomi's journey from emptiness to redemption and then to fullness. In today's chapter, Boaz makes the deal to redeem Naomi's deceased husband's estate through an ancient custom called the Leveret marriage. And this was actually incredibly generous of Boaz because he was agreeing to marry a foreigner, a Moabite woman, In order that she might produce a son who would then continue the family line of Naomi's dead husband, inherit his estate. Socially, financially, there was really no tangible reward for Boaz doing this. And there was certainly a cost in doing it, and there was also potential risk. But Boaz marries Ruth. Ruth immediately gets pregnant and gives birth to a son. Naomi takes this little boy into her arms and her community of women celebrate that she has a son to inherit his grandfather's estate to carry on his name and to care for her in her old age she came home to bethlehem from moab empty but her story ends in fullness you know along my spiritual journey i've learned that god sometimes gives a sign or a word, and the fullness of its meaning is only understood further down life's road. The day of the rainbow and the prophet's words for Wendy, we hoped that it meant we might finally have a child together. That wasn't the case. Nevertheless, Wendy and I have experienced our own kind of redemption in the fullness of our lives. Our tent pegs are stretched out. And in our tent are numerous children, family, and children of friends that we get to love and in whose lives we get to invest. And of course, I'll never forget the day Wendy took our grandson Milo into her arms like Naomi holding little Obed. From emptiness to fullness. Life, my friend, is good. Have a great weekend. We'll see you back here on Monday.